Are you struggling to connect with your people? It could be down to your ideal customer profile. Do you really know what your customers need and how to connect with them online through content? In today's episode, I'll be helping you build your own customer profile so you can start attracting and publishing content that your ideal customers and clients are drawn to, like a moth to a flame. Get clear on whom your brand is talking to today. Welcome to the Brand Made Podcast. Thanks for joining me here, self-made listeners. I'm your host, Olivia Goodenough. It's no secret that in a small business, we use content to attract sales, clients and traffic, really. If we aren't being clear about who it is we're talking to within our content, then it's most likely that our audience will keep scrolling past. So this means it's harder for us to build a strong relationship or even attract our ideal audience. Therefore, we may be experiencing little traffic and engagement. So creating a customer profile will give you that much needed clarity. Every time you sit down to write an Instagram description or a blog post, you have that clear understanding and know exactly who it is that you're aiming this towards. There are a few different ways to build your customer profile and what you should include. What you prefer probably will be down to what the type of business you have. However, the main goal is we want to figure out who your ideal audience, what your ideal audience needs, wants, issues and desires are out of life. So we must dig deeper than that basic background information such as age, gender and postcode. I would suggest um, probably a maximum of two customer profiles and ideally you'd have a primary and a secondary one. So without further ado, let's get started building your ideal customer profile. Whether you're a product or service based business, I've got you covered. Remember that when creating an ideal customer profile, the product or service you're offering needs to be suitable and something that they will actually want or need. You should also be mindful of popular trends and not fall into the trap of creating an ideal audience um, profile based on what's popular at that given time because trends will come and go, but your ideal customer profile should stay solid, stay consistent. So make sure you're staying true to who it is that you want to work with and the people you want to help serve because at the end of the day, you will be the one working with them. So let's start off with the basics. This basic foundation of information will include things like name, gender, address, family and education. So first of all, you need to decide whether your profile is going to be a female or male. I already mentioned earlier you have two so if your brand is targeting both genders feel free to create two however your brand may be leaning towards one more than the other and that should be your primary profile however here is where you need to start thinking as a wider context because nowadays more people aren't comfortable being labeled as a specific gender so you want to take this into consideration because you may realize that actually your ideal client um, is gender neutral and therefore you should Um, show this within your copy and description on your website by not engaging in any gender pronouns within text so making a conscious effort to not isolate anyone out moving on to age now i suggest picking actually a specific age rather than a age range for example if you wanted to pick an age range from 18 to 25 everyone within that group will 
be at a slightly different life stage and development. An 18-year-old will have different decisions. Um, they probably will be more in tune with uh, future education, whereas a 25-year-old might have already graduated and come out of university and is more looking at um, decisions to make in a career and living situation. So it's best to select a specific age and know exactly what their thoughts um, previous experiences and uh, specific topics that they would be having. Then we have address, and this will include two elements. So one is where they live, the physical location, and the other one is what type of place do they live in? Start to create an image in your head of where your ideal customer lives. Do they live somewhere noisy? busy so more um, city vibes or are they living in a more quiet and peaceful area full of green spaces like the countryside or maybe they live close to the seaside there are so there's so many different um, places these are things to sit down and start considering with care because you may realize that your ideal customer doesn't have a permanent address and actually prefers to travel the world um, and when they come back they stay with parents or either with friends. Depending on the location you've chosen this will help determine what type of home they would more likely be living in because if they live in London and are 23. It's less likely they're going to be living in a big house and probably more likely they're going to be living in an apartment or renting with a group of friends. You now may also need to consider who they are living with as well and that will determine their relationship status a bit. Like, Are they married, engaged, single, living with friends or possibly still living at home with parents or with one single parent? We also need to think about education and career. Obviously, the age of your ideal customer will determine whether or not they have a career yet or just a part-time job. Education and career has this domino effect because if you, if your ideal client is a therapist, then it's likely that they've had to gain certain qualifications and gone to higher education. However, maybe your ideal client did an apprentice program or self-taught. There are so many options, so do think about this with care. Remember to think further than selecting an old, any old job um, because there will be a certain pay grade for that job as well. So you certainly need to be mindful about how you see your ideal client and how much you see them earning. Um, create a clear backstory on their education and career and income. It can be hard trying to choose your ideal customer. Therefore, if you're finding it difficult to make decisions within the last exercise maybe take a moment to think about the people you don't want to attract and make a clear list on the qualities personalities traits etc this exercise should help you kickstart on then who it is that you do really want to attract moving on to thinking about your ideal client's um, or customers' personal interests and that can include things like TV programs, hobbies, books and music. Um, this will provide you with a better understanding around their personality and their daily routines. So it's also good to think about the brands uh, are they already purchasing from and interacting with uh, within groceries and clothing what type of phone do they have, um, even down to what apps are they familiar with. You might be wondering, why do we need to know our customers in this much detail? It's because there are a few ways we can connect with our idol audience online. And the most popular one is through sharing 
information and content um, on our topic and helping them through a situation or an issue. Um, showing our ideal audience how to transform, achieve success or sort of save time. This helps us show, obviously, our expert knowledge in a specific topic, but content can also be pure entertainment and be a great way to be seen as relatable on a personal level through things like habits, memes, quotes, books, TV shows. It's actually far easier to connect with someone through these mutual topics and factual information. If your brand has already been established for about a year plus, it's likely you already have gained an audience. If this is the case, create two profiles, one for your current audience and another one with your ideal customer audience. You can compare and contrast the two profiles beside one another and work out if you're happier with who you're currently working with and, or make the decision and future plans to either pivot or completely change who it is you want to attract. Your ideal customer now needs to be associated with a specific personality type. I use two systems in conjunction with each other, the Enneagram and the 16 personalities. Now, you may have heard the term Enneagram before, um, and in its most simplistic form, it describes human personality and includes nine personality types. These are known as the reformer, helper, achiever, individualist, investigator, loyalist, enthusiast, and uh, challenger, and peacemaker. Now, the Enneagram personality system helps us business owners identify and understand what our idle customers, deep uh, motivators and fears and even drivers. Um, and these are things that we won't be able to understand from just interests and things so it's that deeper um, level of understanding who your ideal customers are i also like to look at the 16 personalities another personality test that is based on the maya briggs model now this model includes four distinctive traits that represent differences in the way that your people think and behave this system helps you gain a better understanding on your ideal customers' behaviours rather than their internal um, personalities, traits or struggles. This personality system includes four main categories and each include a, four subsections. The main categories are analysts, diplomats, centennials and explorers. You might be wondering, why do we need to look at both? And that's a really good question. And I do this because personalities are so complex. I don't believe that people can just be one personality type because in reality, we will all have had different life experiences that have molded us to the people we are today. So by using two, I think it not only just gives us more information, but even a slightly more realistic overview of your ideal customer and helps us identify our ideal customers' universal struggles, internal traits, as well as us being able to empathise and possibly more likely predict their future behaviours. By gathering this, we can communicate with our ideal audience in a better way that makes them feel understood and noticed. The Building a Story brand by Donald Miller has inspired this next section of information, and I'd highly recommend anyone who is building a brand to go grab that book. So now you've gathered lots of information and now we need to use that information you've gathered and be able to link it back to what your service and or product that you're offering. The first question you should think about is what's the main thing stopping your ideal customers to get where they want to go? 
There's always something in the way, whether that's their imposter syndrome, marketing skills or little budget. What you need to do right now is figure out what is their biggest and baddest problem that they're struggling with. Like in every movie, there's a villain. You've just got to figure out what it looks like for your ideal customers. The next question is, what do they need externally in order to conquer or solve this issue or problem they're being faced with? This will hopefully be your product or service. But then we go one step further. A lot of people sell to our external issues with a service, but usually we are struggling with something much deeper, an internal problem as well. You've got to identify and address what your customers might be feeling as it relates to your brand. We can do this by brainstorming. What is your ideal customer's internal desires or aspirations? How do they want to be seen or how do they want to be seen by others in the future? If someone came up to you and said they could help and make you feel better tomorrow, you wouldn't ever pass up that opportunity. This will help you understand how your product or service helps solve or improves their internal struggles. Last but not least, let's take a step back and look at the broader picture. Think about what is the philosophical reason behind it. This could be seen as more of your why, a deeper meaning that your ideal customers want to be a part of. For example, if you're a candle maker, your philosophical reason for your ideal customers could be when I buy candles, they ought to be made with 100% organic ingredients because they care about the environment. This is a bigger reason to why they would purchase a product from you. By now, you should have a hefty stack of information about your ideal customer. This information is far more comprehensive than having a ideal client profile kind of looks like a Facebook page because that will only scrape the surface. You need to have the obviously the basic background, but what personality type they are and a clearer understanding on their hobbies and habits. Most importantly, you are now leaving with a blueprint on how your service and product can attract them through external issues, internal desires and bigger reasoning behind it all. So it's definitely time for you to start attracting your ideal clients and customers. Now you have the blueprint. Start creating content that can tick these boxes and relate to them on a personal and deeper level. Show your clients that you understand what their wants, their issues and needs are and show them how you can meet them with your product and service. Thank you to all the self-made listeners for tuning into the Brown May podcast. I really hope this episode's guided you. If you found it helpful, please do share it with your other fellow small business owners. Get in touch with me over on Instagram. The link is in the description bar. Once again, I really appreciate you all and I hope to see you here next week. Have a wonderful day and goodbye for now.